0: Is the best of two pros and a couple of Joe with Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Not thrilled about it, but Lavar started a problem. So. Oh, here we oh.
0: go!
3: Oh, good! Oh, good heavens! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go.
1: Yeah, so I mean, you know, I don't know if you guys want to just go ahead and get right into it, and uh, you know, Levar. I
3: I was hoping to get off on a lighter note, but sure, we can get into it.
1: Okay, well, let's get off on a lighter note. I'm good with whatever. Yeah, let's go with the light note. Yeah, let's go with the light note. What do you want? What was the light note?
3: Uh,
4: Yeah, what is it?
1: uh, There is no light note. Oh, Um, yeah. This. uh, I mean, now I we do have good news. Um, The what we're about to talk about has been taken down. It's been removed. Um, but Lavar, you identified Has it really? It. Yeah, well, we did a little bit of research a uh, little bit of research here and um, you know Lavar mm-hmm. was very opinionated yesterday about the Tom Brady situation and Tom Brady returning. Do, do we, to, we have
3: the sound from Lavar yesterday.
1: yeah yeah. You want both versions? Oh, jeez.
3: Well, yeah. I okay. think we need to get the entire version.
1: Okay, very good. Both. <laughs> Let's y'all go. Want, y'all want the
4: entire version? Here it's was so, a... y'all are so funny.
1: <laughs> so this what? Was, this this was, is funny. What's yesterday?
4: <laughs> I'm sorry, as a grown ass man, I can only go so far with. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. At some point, I'm like, f Tom Brady. Ooh. You know what? I take everything back. Let's let's hit rewind. Let's hit the the dump (laughs) button because there's nothing (laughs) like making sure you handle your business at home. Tom, I'm not disappointed in you. In fact, I'm even more proud of you. Yes, I can change my mind that quickly. I've changed my mind. I'm I'm, I'm still Team Tom. And you know what? Yeah, it's
5: alright.
1: <laughs> and, and listen, <laughs> but the, the, the problem is... No one heard the second no, part. Of it. <laughs> they, they only heard the first. And so because of it, yesterday we noticed that uh, something very interesting happened when Fox Sports Radio sent out the Instagram reel of LeVar laying into Tom Brady. Just the first part and not the second part. There was um, somebody who happened to like that that video that was sent out. That reel on Instagram. LeVar laying into Tom Brady. And it was none other than Tom Brady starting left tackle Donovan Smith. So, um, yeah, he is since I don't know who got to him. I don't know if somebody said, hey, you might want to uh, go ahead and uh, and steer clear of that. Or if uh, maybe Tom Brady found it on social media and got a red ass about it. But um, we do have the evidence that it was up there for quite some time. But we checked recently and it is now no longer on the uh, on, on Instagram there. So, LaVar, you kind of uh, start a little bit of a problem.
4: Well, I wouldn't say I started a problem. It, it, there's a possibility here. And I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Right. Donovan Smith is a Penn Stater, and and I know him. And, and so, there's always the possibility he could have liked it, just because you you you're scrolling through, and someone that you like or, or someone you're familiar with is on your timeline and on your feed, and you just hit like. You didn't listen to it. You didn't do anything. You you just interacted with it in terms of you saw it. It was it it was there, and you hit like. There's that possibility. Now then there's also the possibility that you heard what I said <clears throat> and outside of uh Q Brady uh doing doing what he did with, with that sound bite right there, you know, I, I know what?
3: that. what do you mean?
4: I know that Braden Braden was up to that. I, I know that was him him behind <laughs> that. It couldn't have been <laughs> that. Why, Why do you think it was Brady? That? Why do you think it was Brady doing it? I have no ability uh, to do that. I know it was a request from Q. It had to be a request because that's too. It's too funny, right? Like, is it's like, oh, but I know you changed your mind. Anyway, the point is, here's the point, right? The point is, is that when I made that point. There's so many people that said, well, he's Tom Brady or you weren't that good of a pro. Like, I was looking at the comments. I even made time to respond to something <laughs> yesterday.
1: Wait, did they really go there? That was that was one of the, the uh, arguments? My whole thing is I could have been the worst <laughs> pro ever. Yeah. Uh. Like, it
4: doesn't change, like, regardless of me messing around and and changing my opinion and stuff like that, because I basically said I changed my opinion because if you're not taking your wife to to the Bahamas, maybe somebody else is, so I I go with that. But on a more serious note, I think you got to take into consideration that what I said and, and how I stated it, whether it's Tom Brady or it's someone else, it could have been Joe Montana. You know, I I, I asked the question to one 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 person because Andre Collins chimed in as well, and Andre Collins is a Super Bowl winning linebacker for the Washington Football Team, uh, or the Commanders, and and he is like, you know, don't let me stir up the pot. He was like, you know, the the greats are treated differently, but better players are treated differently, and we all know that. I'm 100% aware of the fact that players get treated differently. But how many times, had, how many times in your career did the best player on your team take a, a, an 11-day, two-week or whatever, however many days vacation away from training camp to go to uh, an exotic place to, to vacation? How many times how many times did it happen for you, Q? How many Zero. times did the, yeah. did the best player on your team, regardless of like, you know, their reputation and and this and that, like they could have had, you know, a ton of Super Bowls, a ton of success. How many left how many left for vacation during training camp? Zero. Right. So so my whole my whole thing is at some point, you know, I know it's like, all right, F Tom Brady was probably the thing that stu- stood out to people when I said it. But when I said F. Tom Brady, it's not like I'm saying F. Tom Brady. What I'm saying is, is, like at some point, where you're saying, well, it's my teammate. So it's like a F. Tom Brady. If you're willing to leave us while we're here doing these things and everybody else is signed on and is here, you know, getting prepared and getting ready for season, you don't take the rings that he's earned. You don't take the seasons that he has has had and you use that as justification to say oh yeah you know what tom you're tom brady go to the bahamas for for however long it's training camp we don't need you we just want to win when you get back like that's that's such a it's an easy take but it's a shallow take and it's a shallow take because leaders lead one 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 of the comments one of my uh one of my coaching colleagues said to me yesterday was what was it uh the captain of the ship or the speed of the captain is the speed of the crew you know basically like the ship is going to go the way that the captain leads it the way that the the leader leads the the crew and if that's how your leader is leading if that's the example that you're setting that you feel like it's okay for you to leave the team You're the only one that's going to leave the team and go be on a vacation in the Bahamas. And that becomes knowledge or wasn't prior knowledge to the players. Uh, Some players are going to have a problem with it, regardless of anyone's feelings. You know, regardless of what you think about me personally, some some of those guys are going to have feelings towards that.
3: Well, let me let me pick on one thing because this was something that it was funny. I was talking to. I have a, a mailbox service where I get everything sent, and he had asked me. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" He's like, "Heard you said you st- some stuff about the New York Jets," and I, go, I was like, "Yeah, I did." I go. It was kind of funny though. You know, I was really more taking a shot at the New York media um, for the rose-colored glasses they they kind of have. I said, "I don't know if the kid's ready to anoint him as this guy yet." I go, and everyone seems to think it's criticism about the player. And it's not criticized to play, didn't criticize the player. Uh, just kind of pointed out that for whatever reason, though, the, the media in New York doesn't seem to see it that way. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, he's like, oh, you know, people spouting off, say different things. And I said, you know, the interesting thing about that is this. You'd think that even people who, like, obviously my NFL career did not go anywhere close the way I dreamt, envisioned, etc."
1: Me neither. <laughs>
3: but <laughs> the reality is is just that. A lot of the people who want to criticize are the people who never had anything close to that experience. And, and, and the only thing I'm saying, like even to like someone who's in the position of Zach Wilson, and like really I think where a lot of my comments come from is the fact that I have been there. I know what it means to be a first-round pick. I understand the signs and the things that start to build up and happen where you get a lot of hype, a lot of momentum, and then all of a sudden some things start to not work out because you're part of a bad organization, regardless of how talented you are or the staff or the front office, all those things that look to be good on paper. It's just a bad run organization. And you're in a division where it's going to be tough to to, to get any wins compared to who you're playing up against. And so I've been there. I can see those signs. I've experienced it firsthand. And so actually no one can probably speak better to that than me. And people will always, will always talk about how, well, yeah, but like someone like Tom Brady's got way more credibility. Well, he does when it comes to winning Super Bowls. No one's right. got better credibility when it comes to him for that. When you start asking Tom Brady what it feels like to, what it feels like to fail, I, I don't know that he's going to be able to tell you that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what <laughs> – other than the few instances where he's like, yeah, man, I remember the time I lost the Super Bowl. It's like – Oh, okay. What about the time when you were on a, a crappy t- – oh, that's never happened. Yeah, okay. Right. So you don't really know what that feels like. Like, trust me. Like, people can take shots about how people in the media talk or what they say or what their career was. But the reality is when they've been there and they've experienced it, they can speak more passionately about it. And, and I took what you said, LaVar, yesterday as – yeah, there's – to be honest with you, there's probably some players, veteran players – who are thinking that they don't want to say what you're saying, but they're yeah, thinking that. But they're thinking it, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, the re- and the reason why I think Bill Belichick and Tom Brady were such a good match together, and maybe even you could say, you know, Pat Riley and LeBron when he went to Miami to be with the Heat, you can look at Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, whatever head coach and, and quarterback or all star player. Whenever they've been a great match together, it's in part because that coach holds that player accountable. And I said this yesterday, I'll stand by it. This didn't happen if he's in New England. There's no way Bill Belichick would let him go on a 10, 11-day vacation to the Bahamas during training camp. No way. And you know what? That was because of the culture there. He didn't want him to be treated different than anyone else. And I I can – look, I I I had all the coaches that basically came – from that regime in New England with Belichick, okay? And that was the one thing that you learned right away, is they would take in a film session, and the film sessions got brutal, the star player, and they would literally sit there and critique every little thing and make you feel like you were the worst player in the league. And you don't want to know why they did that? A, because you could take it, and B, because if they could do it to the star player, they could do it to anyone else.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And that was the culture. That was how they built it. And so when you, when you had a culture like that, everyone feels the same. They're going to all work in unison towards the same goal. When you start making exceptions for players, and look, I understand you know, there's going to be exceptions made for star players. There is. And especially if this is part of Tom Brady just being able to come back and play this year, you're going to make that exception. But the reality is, yeah, there's some guys who are going to think that. There's some guys who are going to be upset about that. That's just human nature. So I, I I didn't think you know you said anything out of lines. I was like, maybe the F Tom yeah. Brady thing. Yeah, well, that's but, funny, but I was, come on. But I was, was going for effect. I was going yeah. for the effect yeah. of it. You know what I mean? I was hoping like you know, it was a good media move. I, I was yeah. hoping you actually said the F word so he bleeped it. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That, that,
1: that be, we actually should go back and bleep it just so it yeah. makes people yeah. think. So like, so oh man, like you that. never know what Lavar is gonna say. It's just wow. what a, what yeah. a wild man. I'll be honest with you.
3: I do never know what he's gonna say. It makes it fun. I was about to say that is true. I have no. I have hey. I have no effing clue what he's gonna say. There you go. You know, what's, yeah. you know what's
1: funny? You mentioned uh, what it was like in New England. You remember like the last year or two when he didn't show up to minicamp, which was voluntary, and it was like, ooh, God, there must be some drama going on. Dude, he's two years removed, and he's like disappearing from training camp for ten days to go to go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, like that. But... Like the difference between how things were there and how things are here are night and day. And and even just from last year, you made the point. No way, Bruce Arians is okay with this. No. And 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 I would love to hear Bruce Arians give his opinion on it. <laughs> if you noticed, he's been nowhere <laughs> to be found. That's he, a lot uh, of yeah. beliefs. He's been nowhere to be found. The other thing. All you, all you idiots out there who, when you hear a take from Brady or LeVar, and then you need to all of a sudden start pulling up the resume, it's one of the dumbest arguments I've ever heard. What does any of that have to do with any point that's been it. made? Yeah, it, that it's got, nothing to, got, got it. nothing to do with anything. It would be like me condemning some guy uh, you know, who, who committed a hit and run and him saying, oh, yeah, well, you've had a speeding ticket. It's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? That's not even the conversation. We're talking about you. It's a completely different subject. And everybody that goes that direction... what what are you getting at? What's the point? Is anything that anybody has said wrong? Is it that far fetched to think that there's some people in the locker room there who are sweating their ass off trying to make a team, playing in a contract year, who realize if we play well, this is going to set my family up for the rest of their lives, generations upon generations who are thinking, wait, but our best player is taking off to go to the Bahamas for 10 days. It's not that far fetched to think, regardless of where you are in the pecking order, that somebody would be pissed off about this. That's why I had no issue with what you said and I thought it was funny and I thought the fact that you went around the complete opposite direction afterwards was even funnier yeah, because, because now, you, now, now you've now you cornered the market on both takes and nobody else is allowed in. It's Thank great. Thank
4: you. Thank you very much. Well I'm, done. I'm glad you saw my strategy yep. there. done There you go. Brilliant. Yeah. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Brilliant. brilliant. Can we
1: get a round of applause? Brilliant. Arrington, brilliant. brilliant. He had soccer? Hey, you know what yeah, though? Brilliant. That's a college football hall of
3: famer right yeah. there. Yeah. If I could make one <laughs> change... To like football broadcasting, it'd be like so you have like those classy comments that you hear in soccer, you know? Oh, brilliant touch! You know, it's I'm like ah, it sounds so cool. Like why can't we just do that in football? Yeah, come on, you can do it. Ah, you can do it. Yeah, come on. You you be the tone setter. I'm going to let someone else try to attempt that and try it, to make right, it work. All right. okay, yeah. Brady, I, I don't have a good British accent.
1: Brady, be that tone setter, except this time come back in the game, you know, like uh, well, unlike the kid you yeah. coached. You know, let's well, just do that. Convince him to. Wow. Yeah. <gasps> um, parents didn't appreciate it. It uh, is. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, <he's>, uh, <laughs> he was walking around. He couldn't find his feet. He's uh-huh. <laughs> was like, oh, get back in there. You'll be all right. <laughs> Can't count past two.
0: <laughs> I said, oh, well, <laughs> the other kids in there. <laughs>
1: What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? We are hearing some uh, and seeing some reports out there that Hall of Fame quarterback Len Dawson, uh, Super Bowl winner himself with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, that he has passed away at age 87. So we Respect. know. Yeah, we, he had been battling some stuff. I think I saw that he was put on hospice care. And so it was heading towards this direction. But uh, Len Dawson, who. I can remember just growing up watching him on inside HBO. The NFL. Yeah, yeah, inside man. the NFL for Absolutely. years, he was Nick fantastic. Bonacani. He was yeah. Len Dawson was so good. Yeah, and just to see, um, you know, it, it's obviously sad for the Chiefs, but you know, Brady. I'm sure you heard a lot about Len Dawson playing in Kansas City.
3: Yeah, no, he was he was an icon there. I mean, just from obviously the impact, uh, bringing bringing a championship. He's a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, but. Uh, one of the more legendary photos, you, know, you see him on the sidelines, you know, smoking a dart um, <laughs> with a, with, it, with a But That dart. was like, like that's when you think about like way back when like that's how long ago it was. But he still had an impact on the organization, uh, did some broadcast work around it. I believe he was the color analysis for the radio network for a while. Um, but, you know, it was always there if if you ever you know, needed to talk to someone about something. Um, just a, just a wonderful, wonderful human being, uh, from, from my accounts, uh, being around him there, but a uh, sad, sad day when you lose not only a great player, but a, but a good person.
1: Yeah. He's sitting on, I'm looking at the picture now. He's sitting on a steel folding chair with a lung dart and in between his feet. Is a Fresca soda, I believe, and he's got yeah. the old school black cleats. Uh, just that's that's just a legendary photo. But uh, how about it, man? Just smoking a heater right after the game's over like that. You, you guys that's playing old it? school, man? You guys play with anybody that would smoke a cigarette right after a game was over?
4: Uh, I did no, with, okay. with no. coaches, it was still, it was actually still <clears throat> acceptable for coaches to smoke cigarettes like right outside as soon as practice was over. We had one that smoked a cigar, I won't say no names, and there was one that smoked cigarettes, and they would smoke after every single practice. Got to Like in the back, but like where the practice field is. (laughs) Like right outside the door going back into the facility.
3: We had some coaches who smoked left-handed cigarettes.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, you know. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Walk walk that green wolf, huh? Yeah. You
3: go you go to a certain part of the parking lot, you're like, oh.
1: There's skunk around here? No.
3: Okay.
4: Well, you know how inspired I was by Inside the NFL growing up, man. There was um, like a few things, best. like there were a few things that like were a part of my childhood that just like were were influences, like would get me excited. It, it was always like it always came on early, you know, and and it and it was like it would come on, and then I would go get my plastic Steelers helmet with with the two bars. And and I would go outside. I had a I had a a Lin Swan, um, what was it? Is it Kmart? Was it Kmart? Spiegels? It might have been Spiegels, whatever it was. Um, and and me and my brother would play football one on one, and he he had a Raiders uniform. Or or Miami, maybe it was the Dolphins. Did,
1: was it a Hutch uniform, like the old Hutch you, from back you know in the what day? I'm talking about, though, yeah, right? Yeah,
4: that, like they had the plastic helmet yeah. that came along yeah. with it, and had the, the the like the little little pads and stuff like that. Yeah. It was like the whole uniform, and on everything. I would watch. We would watch inside the NFL, and I would go outside, and I'd be so inspired to win my one-on-one football against my older brother, and that was really truly how like. I got like like I mean in a lot of ways inspired to keep playing. You know that was how I was was able to learn about football players and 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 didn't even know I was really learning it all like that but man it was that was 100% an inspiration growing up. You know, watching those guys, Lynn Bias and Nick Bonacani, uh, Lynn Lynn Dawson, excuse me, um, shots out to DC, but uh, you know, Lynn Lynn Dawson and and Nick Bonacani, like I, it, it was amazing, the job they did, and and bringing to life the conversations because you got to think that was that was the early stages of how how it would work, yeah, you know, and and how you would interact talking about the games like it almost was like that was a framework for where the industry went, you know? And, and so it's, it's an institution. It's still out there, you know, it's still going inside the NFL, but yeah, man, that, that's sad to hear about Lynn Lynn Dawson
1: and uh, Chris Collinsworth uh, spent time there and anything HBO does is, is phenomenal. They just do great work production wise. And yeah, their presentation, I, man, I remember those Hutch uniforms. I begged my parents for one For years, and they could because they were kind of expensive from what I remember. And they finally were able to get me one. And I remember it was a Neil Anderson Bears. uh, Bears Oh, yeah, it's a plastic. Yeah, so I had the uh, I I think I still have the plastic helmet too. I think it's somewhere at my mom's house. I still have that plastic Chicago Bears helmet, but. Yeah, man.
4: I it's... wouldn't suggest lowering your head with that helmet. Nah, no, probably
1: not a good you know,
4: idea. I did. I did it a couple times. It didn't. It didn't end well. <laughs> what <laughs> happened? Well. Hey. Uh, just let's just say it just didn't end well. That's all.
3: Brady, who'd you
1: have? Bernie? Yeah, the Bernie Cozar.
3: I had Bernie. Yeah, I think oh, draft man. day they showed me in that exact uniform, helmet, you know, jersey, pants, all that, just sitting there with my Bernie uh, Bernie Cozar uniform on.
1: Just slinging it. So that's pretty it. good. Yeah. Nice. A little Bernie yeah. sidearm action. Oh, um, yeah, all right, so uh, speaking of, do you, do you remember uh, Bernie Kosar did win a Super Bowl? He was a backup in Dallas for one of the years that the Cowboys won in the 90s, and he actually yep. took a knee at the end of a game. So he got into a Super Bowl and actually won a Super Bowl as a backup. Good for him. And, and another guy who has won a Super Bowl as a backup is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo won a Super Bowl. A couple of Super Bowls as a backup for oh, nice Tom transition. Brady. in the ba- With the Patriots. It was.
4: It was. It was very masterful.
1: And so... We keep on the Super Bowl theme because Brett Favre has also won a Super Bowl, much like Favre. Len Dawson, much like Jimmy Garoppolo. And Brett Favre had this to say about Jimmy Garoppolo and what should be done there with Jimmy G when it comes to the 49ers.
0: No offense towards Trey Lance, but what Jimmy has done is win. And win, win, win.
5: Again, not flashy, so it's not the glamorous pick. But my goodness, the guy has won and put him in a position – to go or compete for the Super Bowl year in and year out and deserves that right to to keep playing. But I think their defense is really good offensively. If Trey plays the way they hope and is capable of, then you know they're they're competing for it right there at the end. There's a tremendous upside with Trey, there's no question about it. But Jimmy G has, has been a proven winner. And and that's uh, oftentimes, and I said this earlier, oftentimes that gets overlooked is a guy a winner. And and The Garoppolo is definitely a winner.
1: Alright, so this is the latest according to Kyle Shanahan uh, who has said that anything is on the table when it comes to, to Jimmy Garoppolo. John Lynch has also said it. You've even got Jed York, the uh, owner who has chimed in and said, well, we wouldn't mind keeping Jimmy Garoppolo around. He's due $24 million in what? A week? Less than a week? If he's still on the roster at that time? And there's some fear, according to Matt Mayoko of NBC Sports Bay Area, that if the Niners let him go, which a lot of people expect them to that Seattle could could pounce pretty quickly here. So Brett Favre sees some value in him. We've talked about it before. It just it's odd to think that this guy is going to be out of work soon, and uh, the season is this close to to beginning here, coming up in <laughs> a couple of weeks.
3: Two thoughts here. The first is that if you're so concerned that you might let him go, and he might go to a division rival, and then come back, it might come back to bite you it's kind of on you. Like, maybe it's telling you something that maybe you shouldn't be letting go of this guy in the first place. So either bite the bullet, pay his price to keep him on your roster, be a backup, or let him go and be confident in your decision to move on to Trey Lance. I mean, it's pretty simple. Like, you're moving on from the guy. Go let him go somewhere else and have an opportunity if you don't think he's better than Trey Lance. And clearly no one's going to give anything up for him in a trade, at least not at this point, because they know the only thing that the 49ers can do is either keep him and pay him, Or you'd release him and then be subject to him going somewhere else where, again, he might go to Seattle or somewhere that could come back to haunt them. So I I just – I find it interesting that, you know, if that's the concern, you'd have to kind of look in the mirror and then say, well, wait a second, maybe we should rethink our thinking of how we're viewing this quarterback situation. But they've gone way too far down the Trey Lance Road to turn back now. And so I I really think the only thing they can do – is release him. But one of the things that people are probably going to want to, you know, they're not going to trade for him too is because this contract would be fully guaranteed if he's on the week one opening day roster uh, due to the benefits within the CBA for vested veterans. So because of that, you know, if he's on that opening day roster, it's going to be guaranteed for the rest of the year. And let's say, for example, they, they end up cutting him at some point he could then go back and get what's called termination pay. So he actually would be able to recoup some of the payments within that contract depending on how much time he would miss. Even if he missed the rest of the season, he'd still be able to go back and get that, those monies. So it's uh, it's it's kind of a tough contractual situation that the uh, the 49ers are in having to pay Jimmy Garoppolo potentially uh, if he's going to stay on the roster this year, or whether he's a backup or even if they end up letting go of him.
4: I like what, what Brett Favre had to say. I'm in total agreement, but with that being said, you did draft Trey Lance, and you did go high to draft him and bring him in, and if you're feeling as though this is the time to move on, then this is the time to move on. I don't think you – you can't look at what will be with Jimmy Garoppolo if you've made the decision to move on, and and he boned you, so to speak, by getting the surgery to repair his arm, so that he can be prepared to be able to play wherever that is, I think you just gotta you gotta move on, and and you gotta take what comes along with that. So if that were to be him ending up in in Seattle, and and he got picked up after being released, oh well, oh well, you just you gotta move on from it. But I I will say this, they weren't very good without Jimmy Garoppolo. No. And, and so moving into the future, knowing that you're, you're taking a chance with this new draft choice, uh, this new, new player that, that has now had an opportunity to get acclimated to the league and to the offense and to what the expectations of him are going to be, you have to be prepared to go through growing pains of him not being the type of player that gives you the type of results uh, in winning right away. And, and you gotta you gotta accept that that's a possibility, and not you know not have buyers remorse if it doesn't go the way that you think it's going to go. And I would I would urge that the fans have to feel the same exact way in that approach because it may be hard to compare what Trey Lance achieves this year to what Jimmy Garoppolo has been able to achieve as a starter during his time there.
1: Garoppolo is a pretty big upgrade over anybody in Seattle right now, correct? Or am, am I am I crazy? I mean, well, yes he's an upgrade no doubt given his
3: experience and everything he's accomplished when healthy he is an upgrade to anything they have in seattle yes
1: yeah i I think that that would be a lot of fun if if he ends up in seattle and and pete carroll can uh you know send jimmy garoppolo out there potentially to to try and you know uh get get a little bit of revenge on san fran get jimmy versus trey lance that would be fun i mean he's got some weapons there he's an
4: upgrade in new york too take your pick
1: over uh jones and Tyrod taylor or, or are you talking and, Zach Wilson?
4: Yeah, take your pick of Whoa. teams.
1: Listen, I'm you know I'm not. I don't want take to steer you away from your guy Zach Wilson. That's the only problem.
4: You know, I am a Zach Wilson enthusiast. I, I did pick him to have the best the best rookie season, but that was where it began and ended for me. I mean, I'm not you know. although I will say I am a fan of him being able to to get his mom's homegirl like I I am a fan of that
1: (laughs) that's the most important thing
4: I I, I am a fan of him having the type of game and charm where he could charm his 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 mom's uh homegirl but I mean but outside of that I don't know how far I'm riding with him into the future in terms of me being high on his trajectory right now Just a little, you know, a little nervous, a little concerned about putting my eggs in that basket, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Well, he wasn't. You know, yeah, for what it's worth. Okay. He has yeah. no problem putting his eggs in, in the basket. basket. Yeah,
4: that's. Wow. That's, yeah, <laughs> You guys are class acts. What? A, <laughs> what?
1: what do you mean? You, you, you guys, guys
4: are amazing.
1: You're driving the car, and so we're, we're all playing mailbox baseball together, and yep. now you're looking at yep. us like, oh, what are you guys doing? Like, you handed yep. us the bats. We're playing a little baseball here, and, and we're, you know, swinging at it a little bit.
4: Sore fighting, huh? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: Remember mailbox baseball back in the day?
4: Old school? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You talk about where you hung out the car yeah, and, and, would... and you just knock off the, the, you know, bang the mailbox off of it. Yeah, it's, it's, uh,
1: yeah okay. it's on the movie Standby. That's
4: very man. mean, you know. I know. It's a very mean
1: deal. You know? I, I agree, but people used to do it back in the very day. Very inconsiderate. Yeah, people used to do it. That was the thing.
4: And, and I got to tell you, you got to pick the right mailbox because if you pick the wrong one, um yeah don't uh, we don't encourage that you go out and do this by the way no. that's 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 vandalism and yeah. you know all that stuff but but I I will say this uh, if you hit the wrong mailbox, that could be a very, very horrible experience. Anyway, you yeah, know, it could lead to injury. Like, do not try this at home type action. Yeah, you know agreed. I mean? Yeah, I hear he thought you thought that mailbox was going to come off, and 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 then you realize that uh, you hit that mailbox, and you're not in the car anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that has been known to happen. At it least has. I've heard. I've, yeah. I've heard that possibility.
1: God, God forbid you don't want to, you know, go trick or treating near Albert Bell's house. You know, speaking yeah. of baseball, you got to be careful oh. there because. Uh, okay. you know, he's got a problem, too.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me,
1: Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the
3: biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, We've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday,
1: so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Right now, let's turn it over to our guy, Petros Papadakis. I mean, listen, Fox, college football analyst during a game week. He is the co-host of the Petros Fox. Money Show Fox. on the Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports. Uh, Petros, happy game week to you. We know you got a big one coming up later on this week. so yeah, uh, we're excited! excited.
5: zero. Thank God the UConn press release came out yesterday. I was scrambling. <laughs> we're ready to go, though. <laughs> Good to go. you do I don't know what's so Q. funny about UConn at Utah State. Uh, listen
3: now. I'm, is that Utah Brady giggling? Hey, Utah State's about ready to put him on there with your boy Logan Bonner.
5: That's right, dude, with his crazy they are old bandana.
3: Slap one out there. Yeah. Are you going to be oh. in studio, Brady? I am not. I will be watching, though. How about that? Come and on. The awkward silence. Come I'm on, feeling. P. You, me catch, catch me outside catch me outside you know petros i saw what tom brady did and i was like hey can i opt for a vacation to the bahamas
1: over the uh, the week Is that what thing? he did? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah that's, well, that's that's the vacation. report.
5: I thought it was the the mass singer is that over?
1: Yeah, that's over. Yeah, that's, okay, over. that's, that's no that's longer same, a yeah.
5: rumor.
4: Can yeah. can we get your opinion on it cuz i i've been catching heat that i'm just a a, a disgruntled well, hating no uh, Can we give
3: Petros the backstory to it? I mean you did say yeah. F Tom Brady. Yeah,
1: do we have uh we have the sound of LeVar? <laughs> well he's kind
3: of a, I mean he is annoying.
5: <laughs> <laughs> here was oh here was
1: LeVar yesterday and, and Let you, me hear it. There's a clear difference between the first portion and the second. Uh, here we go. We love this.
4: I'm sorry, as a grown ass man, I can only go so far with yeah, it's Tom Brady. At some point, I'm like, "F Tom Brady." Yeah. Ooh. You know what? I take everything back. Let's let's hit rewind. Let's hit the, the <laughs> duck. <dump laughs> because there's nothing like making sure you handle your business at home. Tom, I'm not disappointed in you. In all fact, right. I'm even more proud of you. Yes, I can change my mind that quickly. I've changed my mind. I'm on, I'm I'm still Team Tom. And you know what? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> can, I, can I put this in context?
5: <laughs> Is there any more?
4: Yeah, yeah. So here, the, my first take, that was not the – they, they these guys the same be, segment. It's the same segment. These guys be spoofing me, man. Not, like they spoofed me it with my own stuff. It was the same segment. It was the same segment, but We're, they wait, cut – Are you
5: claiming editing?
4: Uh, yeah, they edited me. they, they, they
5: claim. They altered yeah, the, what they, I they, said. The, oh, we did no, that once no, to Vic did, the Brick, and he went crazy. Oh, I remember Hold that. On. It was the Chris Paul, Kobe Bryant thing. Remember, we edited it. was yeah. Like, yeah. Chris Paul is way better than Kobe Bryant. He deserves the MVP. And we put it out in a commercial, and he absolutely lost
3: it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't,
5: I'm I'm edited. Pair, no.
3: Hold on, hold on. We chopped out what Jonas and I said in between. That's the only thing we edited out no way oh, so that's yeah i no, i, I no. get the gist no way that is not that is not 100%. true
5: that is 100%. not true
3: uh,
4: no because when i said let me hear I, it again
5: I, I can hear the editing in there lavar don't go, worry yeah, yeah, i got you your know, back here let me yeah, yeah. It's, let it's, petrus it's,
4: hold on let petrus here go, go. i'm sorry as a grown-ass man i can only go so far grown-ass with man. yeah it's tom brady At some point, I'm like, F Tom Brady. Yeah, you did. You know what? I take everything back. Let's let's hit rewind. (laughs) Let's hit the, the dump button. Because there's
5: nothing
4: like making sure you handle your business at home. Tom, I'm not disappointed in you. In fact, I'm even more proud of you. Yes, I can change my mind that quickly. I've changed my mind. I'm 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 still team Tom. And you know what? Yeah, it's all right. Uh, That's how it's Did gone. you hear the editing? Did you hear? Yeah, it? I
5: heard it, but uh, <laughs> okay. but also, you had to back up off of it and sit your cup down. I, I really
4: understand. didn't. I really didn't. I don't I don't care. Here, here's what I'm going to say, right? When when it was introduced that maybe someone else would want to do the family vacation time in the Bahamas, I said, "You know what? You take care of home. Like, I got it. Like, I get that. But but my first point was, if I'm a player in the locker room and – I understand, LaVar. Okay.
5: All right. I get it. I mean – Do you get it? Listen, uh, I remember Tony Gonzalez, right, was like 500 years old, and he didn't want to – he wanted to play, and Arthur Blank wanted him to play, but he didn't want to go to camp because he was old, and the old guys don't want to go to camp. And if you're a tight end, I guess, you know, run a couple Y sticks every once in a while, you're good. The quarterback leaving for 11 days to go to the Bahamas, it's unheard of. And I know know it's Tom Brady and all that, but it is unheard of. But I guess you could also say, and I'm sure Brady's on Brady's side.
3: Uh, I guess you could also oh, say – Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I pause before – I was on Giselle's side. Oh, there yeah, you go. And, and that was <laughs> – and that was why I all, changed my opinion. All I said was – I said Giselle's undefeated. I said Tom Brady has the greatest resume we've ever seen in the NFL, probably ever will see, but he still will never beat Giselle. The crazy thing
5: about Giselle is she has still has a side hustle cutting prosciutto with her nose. Oh, oh wow. that's Jesus. how sharp her face oh, is. Oh, wow. Yeah!
1: <laughs> what the? Yeah! Oh, yeah! Wow. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, oh, you tell her, Pedro. That's the Bahamas God. for a date. Yeah. Wow. Take, oh, put that yeah. in your Bahama and smoke it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Eat <wow>. my pursuit.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so listen. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Giselle's side. Uh, but I guess what is also unprecedented and what's unheard of, that a player this good and this excellent, has kept up his ability and been relevantly competitive deep into his 40s, which I am deep into my 40s, and it's amazing to me. I mean, Tom Brady was playing college football when I was playing college football. So it is an amazing, uh, I mean, just to play with those big-ass pads and to still be playing now with the small pads is amazing. So all of it is, I guess, kind of new, and I guess if you take the Brady deal, if you're Tampa Bay, I mean, I guess you don't have much to complain about. But if I'm in that locker room, I agree with LeVar. The first thing LeVar said.
4: Yeah,
5: like, <laughs> well, hey, I'm saying uh, if I'm a player,
4: I'm questioning the commitment so, level. That's so does Donovan I'm saying. Smith, by the way. Yeah, but, <laughs> but what are you I mean, going to do Donovan Donovan when he comes Smith
5: back and he starts, you know, you don't get your head around in the flat and he throws the ball off your face, you know, I mean.
4: It's not an issue until it's an issue, right? I guess. Hey,
1: by the way, right. uh, Petro. I mean, I'm... no, I'm
5: with you. I, 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 it, I was dumbfounded by it. You know, I, I didn't, I, I couldn't believe it that you could just leave camp for 11 days without having some kind of personal crisis.
3: Yeah, hey, we've hey, I've all never seen heard those. of it. it yeah, I've no, never what what of it. we mentioned was this wouldn't have happened if he was in New England, right? Like it wouldn't have happened if Bruce Arians is his head coach. And so that's probably one of those deals where when he comes back and decides to come out of retirement he's probably negotiating this sort of stuff into it i mean todd bowles admitted as much that this was planned and it had to be right but it is kind of funny you walk back
5: into the locker room like hey what up giving everybody i I
3: think (laughs) i think here's here's the deal you make with the devil though right is as, as much as you're trying to create the culture there where you don't want guys to say well f him there's also the element of well who's behind him like who's playing quarterback for us if it's not tom brady Is it Kal Trask? You're right.
5: I mean, look, it's a fine line on any football team. And it's a very dangerous thing to really, really exploit the pecking order. Everybody knows there's a pecking order. It's blatant on any level. But I'll tell you one thing, guys. Logan Bonner from Utah State. Yeah. He, ain't leaving. he ain't leaving camp. No. Yeah, Hell yeah. no. You know what? He's yeah, not leaving college football. It's what, a- his
2: sixth year. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to play forever.
5: <laughs> forever. <laughs> He's like us, Brady. We're never leaving. And, and, we're and, never leaving. And, and, and by the way,
1: by the way, Petros, if he did want to leave, he could just take a United Airlines flight. That, according to Jordan Addison. How about that, Hot? Huh? Uh, we're, we're yeah. In, Wearing in Shocking. Shocking. The season starts. And the NIL
3: deals come out, Petros. Shocking. Didn't see that coming.
1: Come on. Throw him. Come on, throw the deuces up,
3: Petros. You're such an antagonist. What do you mean? It's not a deuce; it's a V for victory. Ah, uh, whatever
5: that oh, the too. deuce
1: Oh, as far as where I'm from, man. A, uh, but Petros, why was? <laughs> oh my God, Petros, didn't you <laughs> didn't you think it was kind of a good look, a tribute to Carson Palmer wearing that throwback jersey though in front of the plane? You're really,
5: you're really trying to needle me. What do you but mean? But listen, uh, you not, I, I don't. <laughs> this nil thing is so weird. United Airlines Remember when that doctor Who turned out to be Kind of a shady guy But he still didn't deserve To have his head Bounced against Every seat on that plane
1: Yes (laughs)
0: Remember
3: that? Yeah You know why I fly United I'm hoping that happens to me And you win some Huge crazy lawsuit Well (laughs) I could see it Taking more dudes To to, to remove you You're a big horse. He is a exactly. Horse. That big head just smashed in the seats. Oh, that's, boom! That's boom, a boom, boom, boom! I boom. get Tony Busby to represent me. It's yeah. all over.
5: If it was Giselle, she'd split those seats in two.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. her nose.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, take that. Uh, uh, take her that, nose you rich that and sharp? famous people. Sharp nose. Sharp ass face. I'm looking it up now. Take that with your sharp face. Oh, my uh, gosh. Okay. So, oh my so God. anyway, that <laughs> doctor that got dragged out really kind of brought the United Airlines power structure to the forefront in the news cycle. Remember that? And the United Airlines CEO turned out to be this really creepy guy. Well, that guy is a huge USC trustee and donor. and. Didn't they try to do a United Airlines naming rights on the Coliseum a little while back? So now, all of a sudden, United Airlines, which is a huge USC corporation, so to speak, because of their higher-ups, is supporting their wide receiver mercenary who's running around in my old quarterback's number. Hmm. And uh, I, I don't know how NIL works as far as what's okay and what's not okay, but it's pretty funny, I mean... Can't we just pay the guys? <laughs> <laughs> I
4: mean, that's it, where it's getting to.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at you know, Petrus. Was there any company you would have uh, preferred to sponsor you back when you were playing? I mean, back George, in my day. Yeah, come on. What are we thinking here? Wow,
5: well, Dark Horse yeah. Comics. <laughs> Let's go in the days of uh, in, in the late '90s when Dark Horse was coming out with Hellboy and Sin City. Let's go.
1: What about, like, uh, MD 2020? Like, uh, some of the Mad classics. Dog? Yeah, what about that?
5: Uh, I mean, Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill was a classic. <laughs> You're going to talk about bad alcohol. <laughs> what
4: about Spearmint Rhino? The Spearmint
5: on the, off the 10? Off <laughs> <laughs> the
1: 10. <laughs> it's It's right off the 10 freeway.
5: <laughs> Listen, I, I had a 100-yard game, and they took me to uh, a strip club. Uh, they took me to the one, by, one of the ones by the 405 called... Uh, foreplay, uh, and I had never, I, I, believe it or not, I am not a big fan of the strip club, well, I believe uh, it. it just it gives me the willies, and I feel bad for everybody involved when I'm there, and I, I can't, I can't put myself outside of it and be like, wow, look at that ass, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> look at that ass, Johnson, look at that ass, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, look at that nose, uh, so, uh, <laughs> So I went to the strip club, and you know I was with my teammates, and I was sitting there, you know, kind of uncomfortable. And uh, I remember there was a highlight of me running for a touchdown on the TV in the corner, which was nice. Ah, oh, yeah, but, uh, I was digging it too. Uh, a girl, you know, climbed all the way up the pole like they do, and then she was spinning upside down, you know, slowly uh, on the way down. Slowly. And she locked. She locked eyes with me, and she said, "I know your father." <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't been to many strip clubs since then. Uh, <laughs> oh, she, uh, she had had her birthday at our restaurant. But,
3: uh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, that's cleared up. up. Oh, okay. Cleared yeah. uh, But it still was.
1: It still was a shocking hey, moment. Hey, by the way, a Four place is still open. That's still oh, yeah. around, Patrick. I
5: think Bear Elegance is still there. The, the Jet Strip, I believe, one of the classic uh, just topless places around town. The wild goose hmm. is uh, <laughs> is closed.
3: It's it closed. What a shame. The wild yeah. goose. Toby, I wild mean, We could talk
5: LA. Str- Listen. <laughs> yeah, it was COVID. If I had a quarter. <laughs> <It was COVID. laughs> if I had a quarter for every. I remember the Chargers had uh, the Chargers had camp at Home Depot Center for a while way back in the day. When, like, Drew Brees was on the team and Ladanian and Tim Dwight and people like that. Tim and Dwight. And I remember Tim DeWight, working man. at my dad's restaurant, and they had all come in for dinner. And I remember they had a, a giant Australian punter. And I remember giving him directions to Bear Elegance, like meticulous directions. You know, before <laughs> Waze, you know, I was like, no, you get on the 105, <laughs> and where's, where's the exit? Right. Prairie. <laughs> Right, right. Oh man! And like Drew Brees is in the background, like signing autographs. And I'm like, no, no, no! Make
0: a laugh.
1: <laughs> who was the? Uh, Lee? Did you look up who the uh, who the Australian punter was that he was Darren talking about? Something.
0: Darren Bennett. Yeah, uh, there you how go.
1: about it? There was. They were all there. I don't know club. how many
5: guys went to the club.
1: That's good, um, Petros. It's a happy game week to you. Uh, football's yeah, back. Are I you guys I'm excited? We're not. Oh, we don't have yeah.
5: it on camera. Brock Huard took our camera. <laughs> <laughs> to act like He's in out. Ireland.
1: <laughs> to act we're like to air him in out, Ireland. Right?
5: Ivan Drago <laughs> took my camera. I'm going to be calling the game Ivan in Drago. my freaking couch surfers. <laughs> I my
1: ball's dangling deep. out. Uh, oh, wow. To pretend <laughs> that he's in Ireland. That's uh, a <laughs> way to ruin the surprise. Oh, oh, uh, I mean, come on. I was hoping... Uh, we hey, who's going to win that game, Petros? Yeah, come on.
5: Well, I'm calling it. I can't say.
1: Okay.
3: All right. Oh, Good. you mean
5: Nebraska and Northwestern? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I mean, Nebraska's got to do something, right? Like yeah. Like, this has got to be it. But Northwestern, you say the same thing. Well, he's a hell of a coach. Right. I mean, he, just, he gets more with less every year, more than anybody in college football. I would agree with that. I mean, when USC was having trouble 12 years ago, I would have locked Pat Fitzgerald in a room and not let him out until he was hired. And it might not have God, fit, but at be, least it would have fixed good. their
3: culture. He would have been so good. hmm
1: Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio, and it is our buddy Petros Papadakis. Uh, you can get him on Twitter, at the old P. Uh, I'm going to go is... eat
5: some uh, lamb skewers off of Giselle's nose. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Way to stick the landing. Uh, Petros, we appreciate it. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, man. Uh, (laughs) Just just ruining her image for everybody.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts.